Hey, it's Dave from CheapWineCliner.com, and today we got another wine uh, review for a wine we wrote up on the CheapWineFinder.com website, and it's something a little bit different for us, um, and I'll explain that in a minute. Uh, the name of it is the Source and Sink Red Field Blend 2018, and there's some things in there that I might have to explain a little bit, and it's a... Small production wine, I'm fairly certain. Uh, the website didn't say one thing or the other. Um, the winemakers who uh, put together Source and Sync are two Chicago guys. They met in the uh, in the fall of 2017 during harvest, and they decided to do their own thing. So I, th- I imagine the 2018 uh, wine is the first wine by them. And it's kind of interesting because when you're small guys, you're starting out. And you'd be surprised, 50% of all the wineries, the wine companies, wineries in California don't own their own production facility and don't own their own vineyards. There's a lot of people out there looking to buy grapes and to rent space and to, or maybe have a small garage somewhere where they can do some things and have some equipment or whatever. And it's, there's a lot of interesting, oddball, unique, crazy, cool wines out there. And um, that's kind of what we got going here. Now, this is available in Chicago uh, at a store called Benny's and a few others, I noticed, because th- these are two Chicago guys, and um, they're they're getting their wines here. I guess people know them, and they're put, put in the store. Uh, I put a link to Benny's, which is one of the largest uh, winery chains, uh, uh, not winery chains, the li- uh, liquor store chains in the country, and they do sell it in their Chicago, too. And, um, you know, you might have problems finding it where you're at. Because normally speaking, when we write about a wine, we try to make sure that it is widely distributed. There's not too much use in talking about a wine you can't find. You know, it's like, you know, are you helping anybody or are you teasing them? Like, what's what's going on? And, and here, if you can find this one, good, because uh, it's kind of fun. It's... Uh, it's 65% Petit Syrah, I think it was 25% Alicante Boucher, and the last whatever was left of that is Carrion. And so it's an interesting um, blend, and it's also a field blend, which I'm going to explain what that is. Back in the day, when farmers were just planting grapes, because that's what they did, because they also had... They also had walnut trees over there, and they grew this over here, and they all, you know, they used their land to make money that wasn't as big a deal in California as it is today. And they would plant uh, grapes in a section and see which ones worked. And they would pull out the ones that didn't work, leave the ones in, and they would, um, you know, at some point they would harvest them, you know, try to get everything as ripe as possible because you don't want something too ripe and something not ripe enough and you know you don't you try to split the difference with them and you would crush them together and you would blend them together and that was called a field blend and that's what this is um you don't see a lot of field blends anymore because they do vary from year to year some year everything is perfect everything is just in the right uh, state of ripeness they both go together you know, every, you know, different yields every year. Sometimes you get too much of this, not enough of that. You know, every the years that are great, they're really great. The years that it's not, you can have wine that might not be as good. There might be a fall off in quality. 
And that doesn't really work anymore. Uh, if you notice that wines don't really, in California and pretty much anywhere else, don't change that much uh, from vintage to vintage. They just don't. Um, you know, it's just it's one of those things that they've managed to kind of make everything work every year. I mean, they, t you, they tell you it's a bad vintage. Oh, it didn't work this year, blah, blah, blah. But it tastes the same as the year before. I'm going to take a sip of this because this is a different one. If you're, used, if you're getting tired of the same old blends everybody's using, though nowadays there is a lot of uh, different grapes being used. It's not as um, monochrome as it used to be. But Petit Syrah, Alcate, Boucher, and Carillon is not your typical blend. So I'm going to take a sip. It's both lean and sleek and full of flavor. And it's got, um, it's chewy. It's got ripe flavors. It's got spice. It's a little, little savory. It's got smoke. It's got, it's just an interesting wine to drink in it. Um, the tannins are, are sweet. It's, it's, it's really kind of a cool wine. It's, it, it, it attaches your, it attacks your palate. There's, you taste it all over. It's not a simple wine. There's a decent amount of complexity going on. It's a cool little wine. Now it lists for $28. I found it on sale for 15 or $16. And that's kind of what this is all about. Normally speaking, we, we do wines under $20 all the time. And most of the time we talk about wines, like I said, they are available, if not everywhere, most places. Because yeah, distribution in this country is weird. You can't, you know, what you what is very popular in one part of the country, you might not be able to find in another. But this isn't necessarily about this one wine, because I think it's already sold out on the website. And I put a link on the on the cheapwinefinder.com review. I put a link to their website because they have other wines too, and they're still available. And it's a cool, you know, they 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 do a they don't do a lot of um of wine production. They do as little as possible. They they try to let the vineyards do the talking, which is not something you get with inexpensive wines. Usually, it's the winemaker doing the talking, and it's not bad because you get really enjoyable wines at a really cheap price. Doing it the other way is a little bit more difficult. You need a really good selection in the vineyards. You have to be really spot on when you're wine making techniques because if you don't get it right you don't get a second chance but there are these wines out there from these smaller people the smaller producers who are trying to do something cool or you know the, the, uh, one of the one of the wines they did um came from a vineyard that was a small vineyard some guy had a it was kind of a hobby uh estate and uh deer came in and ate 80 percent of the grapes and they came through and cleaned everything up and used it for their rosé I mean, who gets to drink wine from um, a place where deer ate everything? And, and other ones from uh, just a handful of vines from um, old school winery from before Prohibition that uh, Urban Sprawl has, has eaten up. There's not much left, but what's there is these old vines that are, you know, kind of forgotten. And these guys kind of found it and they're making wines and they're not the only ones. I mean, there's other people doing cool things with the grapes, too. And these wines are not like 150 bucks. They're you know they they're charging 28 for this, and you know, I found it on sale for less than that, a lot less than that. And often um, the price you see on a website is high because they don't want to undercut the wine stores who are 
they want the wine stores. Wine stores are the place they're going to push the wines for them. So they don't want to get in direct competition. So uh, list prices are not always um, something you should be looking at. But that's what this is. This is a cool, weird blend. You don't get uh, Petit Syrah, Alicante, Bouchette, uh, Carian, California, Sonoma wines that often. You don't get from some out-of-the-way, almost forgotten vineyard. These aren't commercial vineyards that are pumping out uh, grapes and wines. And these are two guys that are... Uh, both have other jobs, I think, or, and they're making wine the way they want to make it. And they're not unique out there. If you go to stores, you're going to find this. If you do a little research, at 16 bucks, this wine is crazy good. I mean, um, it might sound weird, but sometimes the um, more expensive a wine is, the less they do, the winemakers do to the wine. I mean, what they do might be more expensive, and, and more detailed, but they don't usually do a whole bunch to the wines when they're making really expensive. The vineyards do the talking. The lower-end wines, the winemakers do the talking. Um, the grapes are still good, but they're making it the way they want it to be. And here, these wines are the way the vineyard decided they are. And that's kind of a cool thing, and it's still in the price range, and they're out there. And this is Source and Sink Red Field Blend. How was the last time you had a field blend? Ever because who knows how long they're gonna do it because it's you know the first time the grapes don't work out, they gotta have to do something else. So, there you go, or find another vineyard. And uh, so, this is a cool wine. Um, there's other people out there doing things that you might want to seek out and enjoy. And I'm enjoying this, it's a unique wine, a well made wine, a delicious wine, a lot going on, and a lot of cool flavors. It takes you over your palate and the nose is great. Yeah, it's a good wine, but but there you go. So, you know, ch- cheap wine is a lot of things. I mean, this is underpriced. At, at $16, it's uh, underpriced wine. And that's, you know, that's part of the cheap uh, ethos, I think. So there we go. I'll talk to you in a couple of days. We'll probably get something from Trader Joe's and be legitimately cheap, uh, cheap then. Uh, But until then, keep it cheap. Uh, I'll try to stay warm because there's a storm coming in. Uh, It is in the north. Uh, The north remembers. So um, I'll talk to you in a couple of days. Adios. Bye-bye.